0: Welcome to the High Performer Blueprint Podcast, where busy professionals learn the habits to become a high performer and live the healthy lifestyle they dream about. I'm your host, Lee Bola. Let's go. Today, we are joined by Renee Jones with Pack Your Own Bag. Renee, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well, Lee. How are you?
0: I am doing amazing. It is a great start to this new year. I am excited to have you on. I know this is going to be a great show. Um, So let's get started. Please introduce yourself to the audience.
1: My name is Renee Jones, and I am a uh, master prepared counselor, as well as a coach and speaker. And I help women in particular, and some men, overcome emotional eating so they can lose the weight they want to lose and keep it off.
0: That is a big one, and we understand how important that is going to be for someone over the course of not only this year, but their lifetime to really deal with the emotions that they can go Mm -hmm. through, because we understand how life can be very stressful at times. So why is it so important to manage emotional eating?
1: Well, partly because it drives us to food, our emotions can drive us to food. In fact, Lee, I spent 40 years on the diet yo-yo. And the problem was not the diet. It was sticking to it. And if I, I got upset or frustrated, I would go to the food for comfort or stress relief. So once I kind of unwound that, then I could follow whatever diet I chose at the time. And I lost my weight. I actually reached my goal weight the week before my 50th birthday. And that was 10 years ago. So I am living proof that once you overcome your emotional eating, if that's your issue, then you can maintain your weight loss
0: forever. I agree. I think that's a really big one. And definitely with working with clients and Mm. especially high stressful jobs and businesses, Mm. uh, we understand when those times happen, we go to those comfort foods. Mm. And we understand sometimes those comfort foods aren't the best for us if we're overeating on it. So that is definitely important that, you know, able to handle, like you said, that's what really helped you accomplish your weight loss goals. And I know for many out there, that's what they're wanting to do is accomplish those weight loss goals. And I know you mentioned that you work with uh, a lot of women and men as well. So I know for many of those are moms and those are dads and they can struggle with their house when they have so much abundance because, you know, other people in the house may not be eating the same way as them when they're trying to make these changes. Mm. And I know often uh, from some parents they can want to eat their kids' snacks and everything like that. So how do you navigate a snack-filled house?
1: Oh, yes. (laughs) Well, one of the ways is to use opaque containers that are not at your eye level for any food that is not yours. If it is yours in the cupboard, in the refrigerator, in the freezer, put it in clear containers or packages so you can see it and put it at your eye level because what we see first is what we often go for. If the other foods are in opaque containers, those you cannot see through, then you're not as tempted by them. You can also just make sure you have really good for you snacks and that it's pretty food because we eat with our eyes first, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then- you know, one of the things that I did about seven years ago was I, I reduced my sugar significantly and then eliminated it. So how I did that was that I, I said, right, I only have sugar on Sundays. So I made that rule for myself. So I would only have sugar on Sundays. And eventually I decided mm, I don't need it on Sundays anymore. You can also have a rule like the kitchen is closed after a certain time, maybe after dinner, after 7 p.m., whatever your, um, your your schedule is, but it's it helps so that you don't break your own rules. Um, you can enlist a buddy or maybe a child or a partner or someone that you can get hold of pretty quickly. Uh, maybe a friend you can phone to say, I want this and I know it's just about soothing myself. Help me not eat it. So, I mean, there are, there are Mm -hmm. different ways. Some, some people even have their own cupboard. So everyone else's food is in a different place and their cupboard has only their foods in it. And one of the really effective ways to go about this is to think about everyone else's food as theirs and this as yours. And just like you wouldn't steal money or clothes or anything else from someone, I don't steal their food either right? So my husband mm-hmm. can have all kinds of things. I don't steal his food, because it doesn't help me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like what you mentioned of, of having your snacks and views. So you understand, like, okay, this is what I need to eat versus what someone else needs to eat. Because like you said, often, and when you're in that state of mind, where you're just hungry, you're just mm-hmm. ready just to get anything that is readily available to you. But by having Those containers that you can see that are going to be for you, you're going to be likely to choose those versus the other ones. And then, as you mentioned, is just really be prepared. I know I have this talk with a lot of clients, and as you mentioned, someone else might have their own food in the house, but I'm like, you just have to have yours as well because it's easy to just eat something that can be you know high in fat and high in sugar Mm. because that tastes good. But it's like you're not having the snacks that you need for your goals right there in front of you. So you're going to be easily attracted to those other foods versus if you have those foods right there for you, it helps. And I just like, as you stated as well as sometimes you have to set those rules for yourself to really help you out. And mm-hmm. that is what really can guide you on the way of reaching your goals and being able to keep the weight off and everything like that. So you know, as I mentioned, Renee, of course, the new year is here. And I know for many, this is where the motivation is at an all time high because you want to hit your new year's resolution. And I've known with being in this industry for as long as I've been, and, you know, this is the period of time that people really want to capitalize to be able to reach their goal. So mm. how could individuals stick with their new year's resolutions, you know, past just this month and actually make this a lifestyle?
1: Well, I think the problem is resolutions is we just, we make them, but we don't have a lot behind it. And I think what's most important about that, in fact, there was a uh, an article uh, over the weekend where they were talking about this. But if we do not resolve the issues that are driving the behavior we're trying to change, then the behavior will never change because Mm -hmm. the issues are still out there driving. We have to find what's driving the behavior bus and take away its keys or we'll never succeed. So if you can, well, what the thing that I used when I was losing my weight was face your stuff. Don't stuff your face because we do that instead um, of dealing with what's bothering us. You know, I, 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 often think about one of the things about emotional eating is we put food in our mouths when we're upset or angry or whatever right. because it is an oral soother. And we learn this from birth because when a baby is born, we put something in its mouth when it cries. We either put the bottle or the breast or a pacifier, and then you know they may take the pacifier on to age three, two, three, something like that. And then they find other things like candy. And as we get older, we go to donuts and we're just looking for that oral soother. And if we can find a different way to meet that need, then it it meets it without adding calories. But it's just so important to find what is driving the behavior. What, What happened in your life as a child? I was talking to a client this morning and she said, you know, this all comes from childhood when I just needed something and food was there, it was available. Like, Mm. yeah, we need to talk to that younger self and get her needs met in a different way, because she's driving your behavior. So if we deal with what was bothering her, then we can move forward. And it's, there's always something Lee. There's always something driving it.
0: I really like that you hit that because it's the behavior, like you said, and I, I really like to talk about that as well. When And I'm really going over the things that my clients can struggle with. And as you mentioned, a lot of these things are there because they become habitual from our Mm -hmm. childhood, right? Mm -hmm. And Like you mentioned, you know, when we think about it, that is such a great point. You know, when you're, like you said, a baby, you know, you're used to getting that soothing there. So it's just like, that's what you're just kind of go to. Like you said, you know, when we're, you know, stressed out and we you know, we look for that stress reliever and often, okay, the food will kind of give us that, you know, saturating feeling. So we feel better afterwards. But like you said, we're not really addressing that habit or that behavior Mm -hmm. that has been causing those issues. So I think that's so important because like you mentioned, you know, the resolution when you kind of just set that as that, you know, it's very hard to stick with that to be motivated during those dark times through the year. But as you mentioned, if we can just really find the true thing that we need to uncover to help ourselves. I think that's when that really makes a big difference. So mm. I, I know you have the experience, like you said, Renee going through the yo-yo diet and that's what so many adults and so many clients we work with go through is they go from that, you know, that cycle. And it's very hard to remove from that. Cause you know, you'll hear of a new diet and okay, you know, this is the one that's going to really help me. So they, like you said, you go from the yo-yoing uh, with it and diet. So, you know, what's your opinion on the diet culture where everything is at right now?
1: Oh, I think um, not to to be mean, but I think we're letting that be an excuse because we're looking for any way that we can not have to restrict what we eat for a greater goal. And I think we we do that in other areas. We create a budget. Um. You know, we we just got through the holidays, and a lot of people put money away to save up for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you know, they they're like, "This is for a better purpose in the end." And you know, we we treat food as if it's something completely different. I'm I'm actually only five feet three inches tall, so I'm a little woman, and I only get a certain calorie budget per day. And if I continually go over that, well, that's not diet culture pushing that that's just me being a little bit um what's the word um undisciplined or maybe even peggy um and we have to recognize it it's just our bodies and where they are they're you know i get it the whole instagram Mm -hmm. uh, and influences and all that but in the end your body just runs better when it doesn't have as much Um, weight on it. And I know there's so many ways to gain weight. Um, Women struggle with our hormones at various points in our lives, but we can, we can take all of that. And that's, if you want to let that stop you, okay. Okay. You can do that, but you can't then complain about feeling like you can't get in your jeans anymore. And it's, it, it's like, I don't want to let us have a pass on something that's completely fixable if we'll just buckle down and do it sometimes. I mean, as I say, how did I spend 40 years going up and down? I would do it and then I wouldn't, and I would do a diet again and then I wouldn't. And you know, that's nobody's fault but mine. I made those choices, and you know, that's okay, but I also spent a lot of time complaining about feeling too fat. So, you know, we have to at some point take responsibility for our bodies, what we put in them, and how we choose to look at things. And diet culture gets a terrible rap, um, and maybe the culture needs to be uh, improved a bit. But the idea of being your healthiest self is still a very, very good one, and it will... um, prevent a lot of problems later on down
0: the road yeah that is a a true thing to really address because i know it's you know it kind of goes outside of just of course within like the culture of the industry of where diets are just pretty much everything right where we kind of look for someone else to kind of blame for the situation Mm -hmm. we're in and Mm -hmm. ultimately you're right you know Um, you have to do take the accountability because you're right. There's so many solutions out there, right? There's so many solutions that can um, help improve and to really overcome those struggles. And if you can do that, that's what really leads to the lifestyle that you want. So I know with, with your experience, Renee, as you mentioned, you know, you have gone through it for a long period of time until you really address that problem. So how has your struggles going through, the yo-yo diet and how has that shaped you to be able to help so many people now with their struggles
1: well I certainly understand it um I know that struggle um and also I know what it took for me to right my ship as it were so you know I I realized that part of what I needed to know was what worked for my body because I did I've done all the diets um, I think there are two that I have not, but one of them I, I was very close to, so I thought I didn't really have to to go on that. Uh, and the other, you know, was a more of a medical thing, and I thought, I don't need to do that. So I actually lost my weight on a low-fat, low-calorie diet. Mm-hmm. and that worked i got there but when i was main trying to maintain it became really difficult to maintain because i think you said on a previous podcast something about slowing down your metabolism and that's why we we struggle with those really low calorie diets mm-hmm. and i know i did a lot of damage in doing that so when I, after two years, when I was basically tired, hungry, and cranky all the time, I thought there's got to be a better way than this. I'm maintaining, but it's not pleasant. My poor, dear, sweet husband got 11. So I, I actually did something that I do for all my clients now is I give them metabolic profile assessment because that helped me so much. It told me what my body actually needed because some of us need a lot more carbohydrates. Some of us need a lot fewer and some of us need some mixture in between. And I found that I need fewer carbohydrates and more fat in my life. And I was, I was gobsmacked by that. Cause I thought fat mm-hmm. we've been told not to eat fat, but right. I, I can't tell you how much it helped me. I, and I, I thought, okay, I will try this diet for a week. I'm at my goal weight. A week won't hurt. Okay. Now, Lee, I was at my goal weight. I was 52 years old in the throes of menopause. And I lost two pounds that week following that particular diet. And I was never hungry. I wasn't tired and I certainly wasn't cranky. So once we find what actually works for our bodies, then A, it's easier and B, it works better. And we feel better. I did not know how bad I felt until I made this change. And then, you know, it was easy to to maintain the change because I felt so much better. And then I think it's important to deal with what's going on in your mind and your heart, because that's the stuff that drives the behavior. And if we can unpack some of that and pack for the journey, we want to be on the behaviors, the habits, all that for the journey that we want to be on rather than the one we kind of stumbled into, then that helps us. And then we can step into our souls, the best of who we are. And when we do that, life gets so much easier and more fun.
0: I really like as far as what you mentioned on, you have to figure out what works for you. I think that is something that is missed often because like mm-hmm. you said, when, we're, when someone's doing one of the you know popular diets or doing something because it worked for somebody they know, but they're not really understanding what works best for them because you're right. There's some differences, you know, we do Mm. understand there's nutritional principles of course, but there are some differences between each and and every one of us. So you really have to figure out what works for you and be willing to. And when you can figure that out, that's what's really going to help you a a lot. So you pretty much already hit on it, Renee, a little bit. And I want to go touch on that a little bit more you know when it comes to this weight loss nobody wants to lose the weight and then suffer which most people do of regaining mm-hmm. the weight right that is mm-hmm. the struggle with the yo-yo diet and the diet mm-hmm. cycle so how can someone make sure that they're maintaining their weight loss
1: well if, once you know what works for your body it gets a lot easier but the problem with the yo-yo is that we we lose the weight we restrict ourselves you know, we may be that tired, hungry, and cranky person. um, And we get to the end of it, we reach our goal, or as far as we're willing to go on that. And we say, great, now I can have anything I want. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And that may be true for one meal. But after that, you really need to stop it, because that's what got you into the place that created the problem. So if we can learn from our different, whatever diet you use, learn what worked for you in that, and then keep doing it. You may get more calories, but we're talking about two, three, 500 calories, not a thousand calories a day. So learn from, from the, the nutrition plan that worked for you so that you can then apply those principles as you go forward. And you got to watch the calories. If you start going 1,000 calories over, like Christmas, easily go over 1,000 calories more than we need, right? Mm -hmm. Um, No, maybe for one meal, but not for every day. Because it's that every day that makes the difference, whether you keep it or lose it.
0: I think the key that you just hit on there is that consistency, right? The Mm -hmm. consistency is what really matters. Like you said, that that one mil on your holiday isn't gonna be the reason that you're gonna regain the weight. But as you mentioned, it's like if you just allow that to be a continuous cycle, and just as you mentioned, the same way you lose the weight is the same way you'll gain the weight. If you're going over your, you know, your your maintenance by a thousand calories, it's gonna add up. We're gonna start gaining weight each and every week, just like how you had lost it. So I think that's the big message that everyone listening needs to understand is It's the consistency. If you can just consistently do what, like you mentioned, Renee, do what worked for you Mm -hmm. and just do that Mm -hmm. over time, you're going to be really well. It's not that you can't have those, like I said, those holidays where you're going to enjoy yourself a little bit more because, you know, the meals that we have available are going to be higher in calories, of course. So that's the key. Just make sure that you're doing the right things more consistent. That's the important thing there. So... Mm -hmm. I know through this conversation, I have gotten a lot of great information from you, Renee, and I know the audience is going to benefit, of course, from this. But for many, they just struggle with taking action. You know, they can hear how they should do it and they know they need to do it, but they still just can't get it in motion. So what's the thing you would tell someone that's struggling with taking action on their journey right now?
1: Well, one thing in particular is find one thing today that you can do differently. Um, Take action on one part. You don't have to do all of it at once. You can, you can slowly slip into it. What I, what I often do, I have this friend and she had her one sock method. She wanted to go running every morning. So she would put out her clothes to run night before and she thought if i can just put on one sock then if i've got that one sock on i can put on another and maybe then i can put on my my shorts or my leggings or whatever i can put on my my blouse i can get out the door the way i do this is i walk my dog every morning and if nothing else we can get to a bridge that is about a thousand steps from home and once we get to the bridge If we can go a little further and a little further, but it's incremental. We think it has to be all or nothing. And that usually gets us nothing. It seldom gets it all.
0: I like what you mentioned because what you said, the all or nothing approach is one thing I love to preach about not doing because (laughs) you don't need to do that. Um, I know we're familiar with the eating the elephant, right? Where you, mm. about well, of course, taking one bite at a time, one bite at a time. Mm. And you can utilize that for uh, anything, right? And especially works really well when you talk about making this change into being a lifestyle is just focus, like you said, on one thing to improve. Do not try to do everything at once because then you're just going to overwhelm yourself. And that's mm-hmm. what's going to get you from okay, I don't don't want to take action because there's just so much I need to work on. There's too much I need to do. But as you mentioned, just focus on that one thing. then of course you can improve on it as you go. That is so important that you do it that way. Wow, this has been amazing, Renee. Where can our audience get connected with you at?
1: Well, I'm on Facebook and Instagram as well as YouTube, or they can go to my website, which is packyourownbag.com.
0: Make sure you get connected with Renee once again. Renee, thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us this week to view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode. Head over to LTAperformers365.com/highperformer. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and if you love this podcast, feel free to leave a review. And if you're ready to create your own high performer blueprint be sure to head over to ltapeperformance365.com and we'll talk soon.